0: hi guys so oh my god I'm eating a recording <laughs> I'm such a mess but well, guys I'm hungry I beg I would on shop they do podcast <laughs> do you know what I'm so tired of this repose Nigeria like I'm actually so tired nothing is given nothing is given nothing is nothing is working like ugh. I just want to scream every day. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) I have to laugh because what? I am making a fool of myself. Hi, my loves! You are welcome to a brand new episode of Real Talk Podcast. Yeah, yes, as you can tell, I finished eating. You guys, I'm so sorry if that was weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I beg. <laughs> but yeah, it's a brand new week. Um, how's your week been, guys? Omo, Nigeria is Nigerian as it usually does. Like, there's been fuel scarcity for like a month or is it over a month now I don't even know but this particular this particular fuel scarcity has hit me so hard because I'm literally paying like three times the amount I'm supposed to be paying for transport to work it is so annoying because tell me why I can't use 1000 to go to work and come back again like what the fuck is actually going on like And do you know, the craziest part of this fuel scarcity is not even, like, the petrol scarcity that is normal. The craziest part is diesel scarcity. Okay, so because of, like, I guess my work, I'm kind of exposed to the price of diesel right now. As at the beginning of February, diesel was, like, 300, 350 per liter. By last week, sometime last week... I it increased to like 650 and in fact as I yesterday I saw somewhere on Twitter although I'm not sure of that but I saw somewhere on Twitter that it was selling for 800 or something there like what is actually going on like what the fuck is going on in less than a month it's like three times the price already like ha ah, it is this this country is actually I'm tired you guys I'm not doing pediatric citizen again I want to go like I'm just tired because what nothing is working Nothing is given, like, all the system, everything is just rubbish, like, if I talk about Nigeria, I can actually explode, that's the honest truth, so I try as much as possible not to talk about Nigeria, even, like, I don't engage in all this political, I guess, or, like, I don't engage in all these things about Nigeria on the tier or anywhere, because I feel just faint. <laughs> I feel actually just faint because it's so mentally stressful to be first of all living that reality, then to now be talking about it all the time. It's as if I just want to keep myself. So I, I'd rather not talk about it. But yeah, that's what's been stressing me off late. This hiking transport fare. <sighs> now I understand why babes are saying guys should send <laughs> <Just not> transport. To-, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I get it because like. Boats and Uber fare has increased now. Do you get like everything has increased? Even <clears throat> we are living in a circus in this Nigeria and we don't know. Because tell me why, Port boat drivers they say they want to go on strike and they are telling us, Are they striking to us? Like, I don't get first of all, boats increased the fare and is now doing high demand. If you want to go from your house to your house, they'll tell you it's increased demand. And from your house, if you put literally, if you put your house to your house like your house is the pickup destination and your house is the place where you want to go to right it will tell you at least one five and they will tell you it's increased demand who is increasing the demand and now both drivers are telling us they want to go and do protests i be mean, they want to do what strike from 14 let them go and do Maybe nah. everybody will be taking a job all of us will just gather and be trekking because i don't get uh, it's actually so stressful anyways anyways <laughs> that's just like a typical explanation of what my week has been like because i've been so stressed i uh, and i get these days i don't know what's happening i just get really hungry really fast and honestly i don't understand it like normally i like food but this period any small thing I'm, I'm hungry Any small thing anyways 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 Apart well, from Nigeria kicking everybody's ass, you know, and the usual issue of poverty um, in the land, I've been good really. This week has been good. Work has been not that stressful. Just usual, actually. It's just been there. Everything is just there. I haven't done anything fun. I haven't gone anywhere in the past week. I haven't found the love of my life yet. You know, Dremel has still not replied to my Instagram DM. So, like, it's just, everything is just normal. (laughs) Everything has just been normal. But we thank God. And, yes, you guys, thank you so much for all the feedback on the last episode. Like, really, I didn't even want to put that out. Let me do a, a little rewind. Because I had recorded that episode, like, two weeks before last... Oh, God. God help me. Oh. <laughs> I had recorded that episode like two weeks before it was posted, and literally, it took me the whole two weeks to edit because and it was just like 30 minutes max. But as I was editing, I was just like, Oh my god, what am I doing? Like, as I was editing, I was just cringing, cringing. I was, and then when I got to like 17 minutes, it was like maybe three or five minutes left to the end of the recording i was like i'm actually i'm actually done i'm not doing this this is this is rubbish what am i saying who do i think i am (laughs) talking about all these things all this confidence like i actually know what i'm talking about i was like yeah i'm not going to post it and this has actually happened before because i remember there was there were like two episodes i've recorded before and i didn't get to post them and i literally edited them till like three minutes till the end so like three minutes before the end i was like yeah i'm not doing this i'm not finishing this editing i'm not going to post it because this is actually trash and i dumped it like two different recordings the two weeks i didn't post um a new podcast episode so me fighting that and then putting that episode out and seeing all the reviews should i okay Um, I was going to say that let me read some of the reviews but honestly I don't have the strength to go and be looking for them so uh, we're just gonna leave it at that but yeah seeing all the reviews all the feedback so many people could relate to what I said that was really refreshing for me thank you guys so much and like from all the reviews I got everybody could relate and it's so mad to me that everybody could relate with everything that i said even like all the signs of being a people pleaser that i put out people were like yes oh my god this is so me blah 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 and it got me thinking because i was like "Ah, is it that we are all the same person that can't be and i actually dipped that it's a very would i say a nigerian thing because we were cultured to and socialize to like always care about what people think always care about how people sort of perceive us and we grew up wanting to always be seen in this positive cause and light by people and so we've carried that and it sort of manifested in our lives as people pleasing so that that was really interesting for me to see that this is not just a sect of people it's like the whole crop of people our age and like um, when i say our age i mean like millennials and gen z people so yeah that was interesting for me to see and actually got me thinking a lot about like there are just a lot of things that we have been socialized to do or like just a lot of ideas that have been put into our head from time Like, there's just a certain way that we have been taught to think like. There are certain things that we've been taught to adopt. There are certain lifestyles that we've been taught to, you know, adopt because of certain things. I don't know, but it's just a lot of things. And so because of that, I realized... And I was reading about some of these things, actually. I was reading about them, but I couldn't really find a lot of things in the African context, or more so in the Nigerian context. So I was just saying things generally that we have been sort of socialized to think or to adopt these ideas and these norms that we have been brought up with that are not necessarily the best you get. But I haven't seen any in the Nigerian sense. So I thought myself say, hmm, I think this is a job for Superwoman. <laughs> Captain Grace to the rescue, you guys. Put some respect on my name. That's on period, baby. So <laughs> that was totally unnecessary. But yeah, I thought I just thought to myself that there are actually a lot of these things that we need to unlearn. And yeah, so I am going to be starting a series. That's a longer shot of this thing I've been saying i want to start a series where i pick up certain topics or certain i guess societal norms that we have been brought up with that we need to throw in the trash can we need to reform our thoughts or our thinking or our attitude on these topics right some things that we need to really think deep about and think that is this thing really right is this thing really what's doing or are we doing it because they say this is what we are supposed to be doing? What do you get? So yeah, I am starting a series and last week's episode is going to be the first part of the series. And it will be called the unlearning. So we are going to be unlearning a lot of things. I don't know how many parts it's going to be, Shall This is like the second part. I have a third topic already god willing i'm going to be getting more inspiration as time goes for more but if i don't get it's going to be three parts but if i do get it'll be more than three so let's just see how it goes but yeah that's what we're going to be doing um for the next few weeks and this week's episode is going to be about unlearning entitlement should I call it entitlement. I don't know if it's entitlement because I don't want it to be like entitlement in the sense of oh, where do I begin? This is going to be a long day because entitlement has like I guess different levels and there are different sides to it, it's multi layered, right? But I just want to clarify this is just a disclaimer I'm not talking about the entitlement of oh. I don't owe my parents anything or oh, my parents should not make me their retirement plans or parents should not make children their retirement plans you don't owe your parents shit blah 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 I'm not talking about that okay I don't subscribe to that school of thought and that's an entirely different conversation on its own that I'm not going to have because people are mad but yeah that's not the entitlement I'm talking about I'm not also talking about entitlement of oh um, and women should not feel entitled to men's money if they're dating or blah, blah I'm not about all those... I don't I want to say rubbish but obviously it's not rubbish but I'm not talking about all those things that's not what that's not why we're here that's not what we're talking about today okay <laughs> so I saw I came across this thread on twitter and I guess I'm going to post it right after I post this episode so the entire premise of the thread was basically talking about, okay, this lady, she said she did a poll on her Instagram stories about um, how people would, I guess, react if they ask somebody for something, if they ask their friend or their partner or family member, somebody close to them for something. And the person responded with, oh, I can't do this right now. I can't deliver this right now like, how they will feel, like, and a lot of people, according to her, a lot of people were saying that they will feel a type of way, and some people even proceeded to say that it will make them not request for anything from that person again, which is fair enough, I mean, I guess there are lots of people that don't want to feel, like, because I personally, if, um, who can I use, okay, let me use my elder sister, my elder sister is, like, my number one go-to person, I'm not a person that usually goes to people for help, like i've had to actively learn how to ask for help from people so like even in my uni days things will happen to me or like i'm low on cash or like i'm like basically i would be going through it and i would just like die in silence and then maybe my my sister will call me just to like check up on me or something and obviously we'll notice that something is wrong and then I'll tell her, and she'll be like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, you have me, you have your mom, you have your dad, you have your brother. Like, why don't you just come to us for help? Or like, you have people around you, like obviously your friends or your roommates, because I had a roommate then, or I had, I used to have roommates. Actually, I shall was always living among people. I never stayed alone. So like, why would you just want to die in silence? So I had to actively learn how to seek for help from people, right? So if I was in that position and I was in dire need of help of something, even if it's not even money, even if it was just like I can't think of anything right now, but something that is not material, and I called my sister as I then, no, or not right now, and I had called my sister and she was like, "Oh, I can't help you right now. I'm not in the space to help you right now." I would feel a type of way. I think I would feel a type of way. I think it would. Mm, Hmm, let me actually think of it. It may not make me not ask her for something again, but I would definitely feel like I'm a burden and I would definitely not ask her again unless it is absolutely necessary. Yes, yeah, I think, I think so. So this is not me judging like whoever gave those responses, but it sort of had me thinking about how we, myself inclusive we sometimes don't give people enough grace. Yeah, so this is why I said I'm not talking about the entitlement that people. You know what? Actually, okay, let me let me rephrase this. I'm let's not. I'm not talking about entitlement. I'm. I want us to learn or or unlearn entitlements and learn how to give people grace. I think that would be the title of this podcast instead. Give people grace because I've realized that a lot of the time we just we don't give people grace like. We don't cut people some slack. Like, everybody is going through it. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, maybe not in the middle anymore. <laughs> maybe we are, like, hopefully close to the end. But, like, we're still in a pandemic, right? World War III is raging on one side of the world. Poverty is raging on another side of the world. Economic meltdown all around. Like, a lot of different things are happening. People are genuinely... And when i say this i mean this from the depth of my heart people are genuinely going through it so like i don't get why we as a people and specifically nigerians because i am nigerian a lot of the people i know are nigerians everyone i know is a nigerian actually i don't think i know anybody that is not somehow tied to nigeria like personally on a personal level so i can only speak from the nigerian sense i think we have been cultured to expect a lot from people around us which is fair enough because I'll always say this this is why we have friends this is why we have family this is why we choose to be in relationships and stuff like that and build these friendships we want support everybody wants everybody needs people around them everybody needs support everybody needs a helping hand at some point in time but it becomes an issue when you are i want to say hyper dependent on these people to the extent that you do not realize that they are people they are just human beings like and i want to say this particularly because i find out that i do it myself too like i don't know why we as a generation I'm careful saying that because I don't like all this this generation talk but we as a generation we particularly we don't give people grace like I know for example me myself any small thing any small thing I've like I am so good at xing people when I mean x I don't mean like I'll cut you off per se but mentally I've cut you off because I'll never ask you for anything again like I've just separated you and put you to the side i do it a lot so like if you do one thing wrong and this is why this is why i'm probably still single because if you do one thing wrong if you say one wrong thing if you're not there that one time x you're done you're out the window in the bin, you know and like i said people are going through things like i cannot be there every day, every time for my friends. As much as I would love to, I can't. I just simply can't. For example, sometimes I'm crying. Like, genuinely, sometimes you want to tell me something, but I can't respond to you because me, I'm crying. And guess what? I'm crying because... (laughs) No, I'm actually not going to say that because let me not cast myself. But, like, sometimes I'm just not available to be there for another person because I'm trying to be there for myself. So like when a friend tells you or when a partner tells you that, oh, I can't do this right now because of this, 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 this. Let's not take it personal. Let's not take it to mean that they don't care for us. Let's not take it to mean that, you know, they're the villain or they're evil or they're not good people or they're not a good partner or a good friend. Let's just take it to mean that they can't do that at the moment because, like, I'm just so tired of every time. And I, do you know what I hated during, during um, the COVID, the lockdown? Do you know what I hated? You know all those things where they say that, oh, if your friend doesn't text you or call you this period, then you should cut the person off. Because the person is a bad friend, because like nobody is doing anything, everybody's at home, nobody is working, nobody's like doing anything, like everybody's less busy, so they're not checking up on you. That means that they're not your real friend, blah blah blah. I hated posts like that because, first of all, the world was literally crashing down, like people were having mental breakdowns. I, for example, I remember one day, (laughs) it's not funny now, sorry, it's funny now, but it was not funny then because my friends had COVID and some of my friends were at risk of having COVID. So we are all scared. And then we didn't even know. Like, it's not like now when you say you have COVID, we'll just be like, oh, okay, go to hospital, take the drugs, rest, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully you'll be fine. Then we didn't know what it was about. So we didn't know what to expect. Like, this was like peak pandemic period. We didn't know. Like, people were literally dying in their thousands and millions all over the world. And your own problem is that somebody did not reply your WhatsApp message. Like, what if? I don't want to get I don't want to lose my share on this podcast because anytime I think about that I know there was a night that I called my friend and I was crying on the phone. I didn't have covid. I was in my parents' house, I was safe. But my friends were at risk and I didn't know their test result had not come out and I didn't know what to expect. Like we were so we were so stressed. And then in the midst of all of that, people were hungry. Some people had been let off their work and they didn't have any sort of income. They were trying to make ends meet. They had their whole family at home, nothing to eat. Government was hoarding in domain. Like everything was just crashing down. Economy was bad. There was no lights. And your whole problem is that somebody did not text you on WhatsApp. Whenever now I remember people that used to post that thing. I'm like, are you, are you fucking dumb? Are you okay? so i don't know why we as a people we just feel this need to like always want to take from people in a way and i've posted this before like you could be in the trenches like in the deepest of trenches your world is falling apart and another person's problem is that maybe they asked you to do something and you said oh sorry i'm unable to do this at the moment and they're like oh you're a bad friend like have you actually taken a step back to sort of gauge if your friend is actually okay themselves oh my god it feels like i'm attacking you people again but and this is the behavior that sort of drives people to being people pleasers because when you are surrounded by people that feel like every time you call them you have sorry every time they call you you have to answer like everything that they need that from you you have to do it you sort of start to adopt that mentality as well you're like oh if this person calls i need to be there on time or else they'll say i'm a bad friend and me i don't want to be a bad friend or oh if this person needs this i need to run and go and get it for them or go and do this for them or go and show up for them in this way because if i don't they'll say i'm a bad friend and me i don't want to be a bad friend so it kind of works hand in hand and one of the most common I guess manifestations of this entitlement mentality is having unreasonable expectations I I I don't want to be that person but honestly when you really really think about it when you really really think about it nobody actually owes you anything yes yes see hear me out hear me out okay you have friends and you have family and you have a partner and yes they have chosen to be in that relationship with you or maybe they have not because they're your family (laughs) and you don't choose family but yeah they've consented to be in that relationship with you so they have a responsibility you know to cater to some of your emotional or physical or mental or financial needs right They have the responsibility to do some things. But if they they decide not to, mm, there isn't much you can do. So when you realize that, okay, I mean, these are my family. These are my friends. I love them. But they actually don't owe me. They didn't owe me anything. Then you start to realize that. It is not healthy. It's not even healthy to have all these expectations from people. Because, like, regardless, people will always let you down. Like, okay, let me not say always. But, like, people have the tendency to let you down because they're just people like you can't put all of this weight on just a mere human being they are going to fail you because that's what human beings do we fail we make mistakes we do rubbish we fuck up that's our nature like you cannot put that kind of response ah Ah! You cannot put all that weight on a male human being. They are going to crumble under that weight. So the number one way to give people grace is to let go of unrealistic expectations. And before you all start quoting me and coming for me, I'm not talking about expect basic things that like I said, people have responsibilities. Like if you have people in your life, your parents, your partner, Your friends, they have responsibilities they're supposed to fulfill. It's human to expect these things from people. I'm talking about this expectation that they should always, at every point in time, fulfill these needs. Like this expectation that they cannot fuck up or they cannot fall short of their responsibilities or of showing up for you or being a shoulder to cry on and stuff like that. And this is not me making an excuse for bad behavior. I don't want you guys to perceive it as that. I'm just saying that people can just do anyhow and you should condone that, no. But like I said before, even you yourself, you cannot always show up for people all the time. Let's be honest with ourselves. Sometimes it is just not possible. So that same grace that you will give to yourself, just like extend it to others. Now, another sign that you might have some traits of entitlement is if you see boundaries as a bad thing. Like if you take offense when your friends or your family or your partner tries to enforce some sort of boundary around them. Say, take for example, if you and your group of friends always, let me say, maybe you always go for drinks after work, after work hours, say maybe from seven to 10, you're always out and then a friend of yours like one of your friends say oh actually guys you know what um i know we always do drinks around this time but on saturdays and sundays i'm gonna I'm need me time i need to be by myself or maybe you always meet up at your friend's house on a particular day and they say oh i know we always meet up on this day and you guys always end up spending the night but you know what Please, I will need y'all to you know package it and leave my house by eleven. I mean, she's not gonna say it like that. <laughs> Obviously, she won't say it like that, but she'll just be like, um, I will need my space from by like eleven p.m. or twelve p.m. or sorry, or twelve, twelve in the midnight. What's midnight? Twelve midnight. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'ma need my space from like 11 p.m. or 12 p.m. So instead of staying the night, maybe you guys can leave a little earlier so I can have some me time and blah blah blah. And you are like, ah, who is this one? What's this one? Why will you say that? Why will you say that? You know, this is the only day we have to hang out in the week, and now you are coming to blah blah blah. And you basically take offense to that boundary that they're enforcing. Then you might, you might have some sort of entitlement because you're feeling entitled, one, to their time. You're feeling entitled to their space. You're feeling entitled to their energy because like it takes a lot of energy to hang out with people. Even if they're your friends, like for long hours, if you're with your friends for a long time, it can be exhausting. And then it's your house, so you can't even leave. And then it's your time, it's your energy, like everything. So why do you feel like that person can't say, oh, I've actually had enough and I would appreciate if by this time we call it a day and everybody goes to their houses. That means you might have some sort of entitlement to that person's time, like I said, and to their energy and to their space. So we need to learn how to respect people's boundaries. We need to learn how to not think of people as villains or as bad people when they try to enforce certain boundaries around us. And sometimes it's hard because it's like you're already used to this thing and this person is now saying, oh, don't do it that way, come and do it this way. It's almost like, "What, what do you mean? We've been doing it like this for the longest time. Why do you now have a problem with it? But you have to also realize that If that person is coming out to say this, then that means they've thought about it, do you get, and they've decided that enforcing this boundary is what is best for them. And if you have their best interest at heart, then being your friend or your partner or your family member, if you love them and care about them, you should care about them enough to respect that decision that they've taken, no matter, I guess, how bad it makes you feel or, how sad you are about it maybe that you're not going to be spending as much time with them or whatever it is you should learn to respect that yeah that's a way that you can give people more grace like especially with nigerians nigerians we don't know how to respect people's boundaries like i know for a fact that we don't know how to respect people's boundaries because i am a nigerian and guess what i do it also you barge into people's houses you take people's time for absolutely no reason you feel like like oh because tell me why i would just be in my house and somebody would just pull up in my house like number one you don't even know me like that the fact that you know my house safe is by mistake so why are you coming here not even a phone call not even a text message not even a WhatsApp message, not even a, a Snapchat message, like nowhere. You just come out of nowhere. And it's not like you just pop in and pop out. You're spending hours in my house. And if I tell you to leave now, it's as if maybe I'm bad vibes because in your head, I'm having a good time with you in my house. I like my space. I like being by myself in my house doing absolutely nothing, you know? So, learn to respect people's boundaries. Learn to live when you're supposed to live and to stop talking when you're supposed to stop talking. (laughs) Just learn to respect people's boundaries in general. I think another thing that really is the root of this entire problem is main character syndrome. I think a lot of us think that the world revolves around us. No, honestly speaking, because why else? Why else? We need to... Throw that idea, that thought, that mentality in the fucking bin, Because it's only when you think the world revolves around you that you would think that people cannot make decisions around their time and their resources and their energy and their space and enforce certain boundaries without you feeling like it has something to do with it. Like Not everything is about you. Even in, like, expecting, in, like, expectations too. The reason why a lot of people have all these weird, unrealistic expectations is because of this main character syndrome. Because they're, like, you feel like you're the main person in everybody's life. Like, people actually have their own shit going on. Um, I just want to make this announcement. In case you didn't know, in case you are not aware, everybody has their own life. You are, you, as you are here, you are just a part of everybody else's life. It's only in your own life that you're the main character. Let me just hear you now. In case <laughs> you didn't know before. Me as I'm here, I have my own life. And it's only in my life that I'm the main character. I don't expect for everybody else to be focused on my life. I don't know if you guys think this is American high school movie where you are the you are the prompt queen and everybody else is under you. You are not Queen Elizabeth self. You are not even Boaris' wife that has now relocated outside of the country. Okay? So life doesn't revolve around you. Nobody, give, okay, people give a shit, I give a shit for one, but not enough to center their entire life around your thoughts, your wants, your needs, your everything, okay? Debunk that main character syndrome. Throw it into the pit of hell, into the abyss where it belongs. Because it's starting a lot of shit. It's failing a lot of bad characters, it's failing a lot of entitlement. lot of rubbish all right okay that's another step you can take (laughs) to ensure that you're not an entitled bitch or nigger okay now i think this is the most important hmm would i call it the most important i think this is like the major part of giving people grace like because it literally means giving people grace and it is forgiving a lot of us struggle with this a lot and we don't know the truth is that we don't know because I for one for the longest time I used to think oh my god it's so easy for me to forgive that is not true that is actually not true I I know how to hold a grudge I'm I'mma just say that right now like I said before if you do me one thing I've X you And i'm now trying to learn how to forgive because holding a grudge is is tiring imagine holding something against somebody for life and like literally the person that did you the thing the person has moved on with life and the person has peace and the person is living la vida loca And you, you are there, your mind is tight. Anytime you you see the person, your face is squeezing. (laughs) Anytime you hear that name, oh my God, you just want to scatter everywhere. Because you've not forgiven. And that's the reason why, because people don't have this forgiving spirit, that's also the reason why we can't extend grace to people. Because if people don't behave in the way that we expect them to, or if people don't do certain things, that we expect them to. We all of a sudden just want to cancel them away. Because we don't have forgiving spirits. And honestly I don't even want to. Take us to church or anything. But the only way you, you can really learn forgiveness. Is through the Holy Spirit. I cannot lie. If you say you want to do it by yourself. You are wasting your time. I tried. I know I tried. And I wasted the good two years of my life. Trying to forgive somebody. And I did not forgive them. So we need to learn how to forgive and the only way we can learn how to truly and completely forgive is by the help of the holy spirit when you let the holy spirit teach you how to forgive it gives you a certain like your mind is just entirely changed and it helps you the the level that you operate on when you know how to forgive is different just going to put it that way because it just helps you see beyond whatever wrong people and not just that person or what that person has done in that moment it just helps you, in general see beyond whatever wrong people do to you it takes away the mask of anger I mean you're still going to be angry but you are not clouded by that anger anymore Forgiveness gives you this level of clarity and it gives you a sense of, a sort of empathy that, you, oh, see, I can't explain it. I honestly can't. But once you learn how to forgive, you start to have more empathy for people and you start to give people more grace. It helps you just sort of put yourself in people's shoes and be like, Hmm, okay. I see why this person could not be able to do this for me. Okay. I mean, like, I feel bad. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. So, to wrap it up, guys, I just want to say that entitlement is a bitch. And we need to fight it. We need to fight it every day. We need to fight it in every situation. You need to fight every thought that comes. Like when when somebody doesn't show up for you in the way that you would prefer for them to, or when someone sets a boundary that you don't like, or when someone can't be there for you, instead of just villainizing that person, ask yourself, is this person treating me with kindness and respect, regardless of this boundary that they've set, regardless of the fact that they are unable to do this for me? Do they still help me when they are able to? Is there something in their life that is hindering them from helping me? Can they show up for me another time or in another way? Or are they showing me love in another way or in another area or in another part of my life? So, I don't like I said before, this is not me condoning bad behavior. There's a difference when you know that this person can never be there for you this person can never do anything for you that is different from when somebody says oh at this particular time in this particular situation i cannot afford to do this for you so we should really think about all of this before we try to cancel our friends and our families because we feel like they're not doing enough for us and please abolish unrealistic expectations we are all just human beings trying to make it in this crazy world and in this foolish nigeria if you're in nigeria like me so yeah guys that is all for this episode if you've listened to this point thank you so much you know the vibes already you know how we do it give this episode five star. sorry give the podcast a five star rating on apple music and on spotify And on Apple Music, leave a fantastic review. Hey, Joe. You guys, if you leave a review, eh? Eh? I will blow. And if I blow, I just blow now. I will carry all of you to Maldives. Come on. Let's do this, you guys. Like, don't you people want to go to destination? Oh, Jesus. I'm saying rubbish. So, I'm so... (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. When I start saying rubbish, just know that I'm tired. But you guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating anywhere that you listen leave a fantastic review share the podcast to your friends your family and your enemies because you know that your enemies can also like this podcast share it to everyone that you know follow us on all social media platforms real talk w grace till we meet again in the next episode Bye bye